Welcome to day 11 and chapter 11. As you read through Proverbs chapter 11, you will soon discover the contrast between the righteous and the wicked. Let me give you a few examples. The righteous hates dishonest scales, but the wicked will fall beneath their load of sin. The godliness of righteous rescue them, but the wicked will be caught in their lust. The careless words of wicked destroy them, but the wisdom of the righteous will save them. The righteous are a blessing to the city, but wicked are an abomination. The righteous shall flourish like a healthy tree, but the wicked will live as a slave. But let me today highlight three verses for us. Look at verse 2. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Again, if you notice, both pride and humility are contrasted here. They are of the opposite poles. Now, oftentimes, humility is misunderstood and misconstrued. Humility does not mean that you become a doormat. Everyone clean off their shoes on you. No. C.S. Lewis says, true humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. True humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Pride, on the other hand, is thinking of yourselves often. You become the object of your admiration and worship. Now, of course, pride and humility are a bit tricky. The moment you think you have attained humility is the moment you have just become proud of your humility. And Apostle Paul reminds us in Philippians chapter 2 and verses 3 to 7. He writes, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or empty pride, but in humility consider others more important than yourself. Each of you should not only look to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privilege. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. Now, what are some of the signs of a prideful Christian? First, bragging. Do you find yourself bragging about yourself, your accomplishments, your new thoughts, your new recipe? You find it very hard to listen to the other person? Second is entitlement. Do you carry a body language that says, do you know who I am? Do you know the number of degrees I have? Third, you kind of subtly think you are humble. Of course, it's a very subtle feeling. Fourth, you can't accept constructive criticism. Fifth, you find it difficult to associate with ordinary people. You are conscious of your class and your status. Sixth, you end up dropping names. You say, do you know who I know? in the society and in the community. Seventh, you hate to do mundane things. And eighth, you don't like being around people better than yourself. So remember, pride leads to disgrace, but with humility, the right posture of the heart comes wisdom. Second, look at verse 14. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of the counselors, there is safety. Where there is no counsel, people fall, but in the multitude of the counselors, there is safety. What is it basically saying? Look, we all have blind spots. After all, we are not self-made. We need each other. And interestingly, people around us know our blind spots. They know our weaknesses. But by allowing others to help us, we only help ourselves. So take counsel. Never hesitate to say, I need help. For in the multitude of counselors, there is safety, but where there is no counsel, the people fall. Let me also say one more thing. Resist the temptation to surround yourself with yes men, but have few who would dare to confront us, challenge us, and believe me, they will keep us humble and they will keep us in the right path. 
Third, verse 25, the generous will prosper and those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Verse 24, give freely and become more wealthy, be stingy and lose everything. Is it easy to be generous? Absolutely not. It is basically against our natural instincts, isn't it? We like to hoard things and to keep things to ourselves. But when you truly become grateful, it's only when you truly become generous too. A grateful heart is what eventually becomes a generous heart. I remember a time I had gone to meet a friend of mine and as we were preparing to leave and come back to Delhi, the friend's dad gave me some money in my hand and said, this is for you, my son. I said, thank you. But then he said something I have not forgotten yet. He said, remember, when it is your turn to bless somebody, do not hesitate. So let's be generous with the resources God has blessed us with. Let's give back more than we have taken. For Jesus himself said, it is better to give than to receive. Shall we pray together? Heavenly Father, thank you for reminding that pride leads us to our disgrace. Would you therefore search my heart today, scan my heart today for any elements of pride of any kind? May I ask you that you would keep me humble before you, a sinner saved by the grace of God alone. I also thank you for the wise counsel of Christian brothers and sisters that you have placed in my life to give me godly guidance and wise instruction. May I be willing to listen to the advice and I pray that you would confirm the guidance I receive in your word and through your Holy Spirit. So use me today, I pray, to be a blessing with the things you have blessed me. Help me be willing to respond to the needs that you will show me. I pray, O oh God, for your leading and your guidance in every area of my life. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen.